Good morning and Merry Christmas. Welcome to Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. I am Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. It's day 359 and we're in Judges chapter 20. Now you may be watching this at some completely other time, but this is originally released on Christmas Day 2022. And we're looking at a passage of civil war, Israel's war with the tribe of Benjamin. But let's pray and ask the Lord's help as we dig into his word together this morning. Father, thank you for your word. Your word is life and it brings light to us. It shows us Jesus, our Savior. Speak to us through Judges 20 today, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Judges chapter 20. You see the title there, Israel's Civil War with the tribe of Benjamin. So I don't know what's more shocking and saddening that we've come to a civil war as the culmination of the period of the judges or that it's a just civil war that's prompted by a righteous indignation. Let's read together. Then all the people of Israel came out from Dan to Beersheba, including the land of Gilead. And the congregation assembled as one man to the Lord at Mizpah. And the chiefs of all the people of all the tribes of Israel presented themselves in the assembly of the people of God, 400,000 men on foot who drew the sword. Now the people of Benjamin heard that the people of Israel had gone up to Mizpah, and the people of Israel said, Tell us, how did this evil happen? And the Levite, the husband of the woman who was murdered, answered and said, I came to Gibeah that belongs to Benjamin, I and my concubine, to spend the night. And the leaders of Gibeah rose against me and surrounded the house against me by night. They meant to kill me, and they violated my concubine, and she is dead. So I took hold of my concubine and cut her in pieces and sent her throughout all the country of the inheritance of Israel, for they have committed abomination and outrage in Israel. Behold, you people of Israel, all of you, give your advice and counsel here. And all the people arose as one man, saying, None of us will go to his tent, and none of us will return to his house, but now this is what we will do to Gibeah. We will go up against it by lot, and we will take ten men of a hundred throughout all the tribes of Israel, and a hundred of a thousand, and a thousand of ten thousand, to bring, to bring provisions for the people, that when they come, they may repay Gibeah of Benjamin for all the outrage that they have committed in Israel, so all the men of Israel gathered against the city, united as one man. And all the tribes of Israel sent through all the tribe of Benjamin, saying, What evil is this that has taken place among you? Now therefore, give up the men, the worthless fellows in Gibeah, that we may put them to death and purge evil from Israel, but the Benjaminites would not listen to the voice of their brothers, the people of Israel. Then the people of Benjamin came together out of the cities to Gibeah to go to battle against the people of Israel. The people of Benjamin mustered out of their cities on that day 26,000 men who drew the sword besides the inhabitants of Gibeah who mustered 700 chosen men. Among all these were 700 chosen men who were left-handed. Each one could sling a stone at a hair and not miss. 
And the men of Israel, apart from Benjamin, mustered 400,000 men who drew the sword, and all these were men of war. The people of Israel arose and went up to Bethel and inquired of God, Who shall go up first for us to fight against the people of Benjamin? And the Lord said, Judah shall go up first. Then the people of Israel rose in the morning and encamped against Gibeah. And the men of Israel went out to fight against Benjamin, and the men of Israel drew up the battle line against them at Gibeah. The people of Benjamin came out of Gibeah and destroyed on that day 22,000 men of the Israelites. But the people, the men of Israel, took courage and again formed the battle line in the same place where they had formed it on the first day. And the people of Israel went up and wept before the Lord until the evening. And they inquired of the Lord, Shall we again draw near to fight against our brethren, the people of Benjamin? And the Lord said, Go up against them. So the people of Israel came near against the people of Benjamin the second day. And Benjamin went up out against, sorry, went against them out of Gibeah the second day and destroyed 18,000 men of the people of Israel. All of these were men who drew the sword. Then all the people of Israel, the whole army, went up and came to Bethel and wept. They sat there before the Lord and fasted that day until evening and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. And the people of Israel inquired of the Lord. For the Ark of the Covenant was there in those days, and Phinehas the son of Eleazar the son of Aaron ministered before it in those days, saying, Shall we go out once more to battle against our brothers, the people of Benjamin, or shall we cease? And the Lord said, Go up, for tomorrow I will give them into your hand. So Israel set men in ambush around Gibeah. And the people of Israel went up against the people of Benjamin on the third day and set themselves in array against Gibeah as at other times. And the people of Benjamin went out against the people and were drawn away from the city. And as at other times, they began to strike and kill some of the people on the highways, one of which goes up to Bethel and the other to Gibeah and in the open country, about 30 men of Israel. And the people of Benjamin said, they are routed before us as at the first. But the people of Israel said, Let us flee and draw them away from the city to the highways. And all the men of Israel rose up out of their place and set themselves in array at Baal Tamar. And the people of Israel who were in ambush rushed out of their place from Marah Gibeah. Gibeah. And there came against Gibeah 10,000 chosen men out of all Israel. And the battle was hard. But the Benjaminites did not know that disaster was close upon them, and the Lord defeated Benjamin before Israel, and the people of Israel destroyed 25,100 men of Benjamin that day. All these were men who drew the sword, so the people of Benjamin saw that they were truly defeated. The men of Israel gave ground to Benjamin, because they trusted the men in ambush whom they had sent against Gibeah. Then the men in ambush hurried, and rushed against Gibeah, the men in ambush moved out and struck the city with the edge of the sword. Now the appointed signal between the men of Israel and the men in the main ambush was that they made a great cloud of smoke rise up out of the city. The men of Israel should turn in battle. Now Benjamin had begun to strike and kill about 30 men of Israel. They said, surely they are defeated before us as in the first battle. But when the signal began to rise out of the city in a column of smoke, 
The Benjaminites looked behind them, and behold, the whole of the city went up in smoke to heaven. Then the men of Israel turned, and the men of Benjamin were dismayed, for they saw that disaster was close upon them. Therefore they turned their backs from before the men of Israel in the direction of the wilderness, but the battle overtook them. And those who came out of the cities were destroying them in their midst. Surrounding the Benjaminites, they pursued them and trod them down from Noha as far as opposite Gibeah on the east. 18,000 men of Benjamin fell, all of them men of valor, and they turned and fled toward the wilderness to the rock of Rimmon. 5,000 men of them were cut down in the highways, and they were pursued hard to Gidom, and 2,000 men of them were struck down. So all who fell that day of Benjamin were 25,000 men who drew the sword, all of them men of valor. But 600 men turned and fled toward the wilderness to the rock of Rimmon and remained at the rock of Rimmon four months. And the men of Israel turned back against the people of Benjamin and struck them with the edge of the sword, men and beasts and all that they found and all the towns that they found, they set on fire. Judges chapter 20, this first civil war in Israel. A few details to see here. One is that throughout the period of the judges, when different invading outside forces would come and judges would be raised up by the Lord to deliver his people, in none of those cases did all the nation of Israel unite as one in battle against the Ammonites or the Amorites or the Philistines or the Moabites. It was always a handful of tribes. It was very much a confederation of tribes in the time of the judges. But here, when it's one of their own, there is such an outrage in Israel over this horrible evil done in Gibeah that all of Israel, as one man, turns up. They turn out 400,000 men on foot that draw the sword. That's by far the largest army we see assembled throughout the book of Judges. And they're coming to do justice on Gibeah. And they give the people of Benjamin an opportunity to surrender the men of Gibeah. But the men of Benjamin won't do it. They refuse to give up the men of Gibeah. And so they muster out of their cities 26,000 people who drew the sword besides the inhabitants of Gibeah, which is 700 men. So you've got 26,700 men from Benjamin and Gibeah and 400,000 men from Israel. When you see this repeated reference to men who drew the sword, that just means these are men of war. These are men who know what they're doing. These aren't farmers showing up with pitchforks and hoes. These are men who have swords, who draw the sword, who are men of war, who know how to fight. These are fighting men. And what we have here is a situation where the civil war is brutal. It is absolutely brutal. In the first two days of this war, 40,000 Israelites are killed and hardly any Benjaminites. We're not even told any numbers, but you can see the ones that are killed later, 25,000, that's almost the whole army is killed later. So in these first two days, hardly any 
men of Benjamin are killed and some 40,000 of the men of Israel are killed. This is a bloody, brutal civil war. And they are inquiring of the Lord. They're inquiring of the Lord. Who shall go first? Judah shall go up first. Shall we go up against the people of Benjamin? Go up against them. God is punishing the entire nation of Israel for their faithlessness to the Lord. This bloody, brutal civil war is a punishment sent by God upon the entire nation of Israel for their idolatry, for their faithlessness to God. Yes, Gibeah was the worst. And yes, Gibeah is targeted in a specific way. And yes, Benjamin, by defending Gibeah, is judged very severely by the Lord. They're essentially wiped out as a tribe. All the males killed. But all of Israel is judged because all of Israel has been unfaithful to the Lord. They've been idolatrous. They've been faithless. We've seen now here two endings with two different Levites what are Levites supposed to be doing? They're supposed to be living among all the tribes of Israel, teaching God's word, teaching people how to follow the Lord. The judges that are raised up, what are they supposed to be doing? We see them only as generals leading armies into battle, but a judge, that pattern was set up under Moses. They're supposed to be ruling according to the word of the Lord, ruling as a judge rules, like making case decisions based upon the word of the law of God. Well, the last judge we saw in great detail was Samson, and he was about as unfaithful to the written word of God as a guy can get. Well, apparently Gibeah goes a lot farther. So, this is a lesson, and that is... Idolatry leads to injustice, and injustice leads to severe consequences. The immorality that comes and the consequences that come are serious. Our idolatry, which is our faithlessness to the Lord and to his word. What is idolatry? Idolatry is a way of being self-serving and self-seeking. You worship an idol because it's going to give you something that you want in the end. It's not because you love the idol so much, but you love what the idol promises to give you. Rain for your crops, fertility from the earth, children for your family. And so you it's self-serving. When God's people substitute biblical worship of the one true God for self-serving worship. You see, there is a form of idolatry that is still the name of the Lord, but it's idolatry. We saw that with the first Levite. He is serving in the name of the Lord, but they're making graven images. I think that's largely where our, where the church is today. The church is idolatrously unfaithful to the Lord. And we're, we're slipping into injustice and immorality of a gross nature. We're, we don't commit to the Lord and to follow his word. And there are consequences that come from that. And those consequences can be severe. It is time to repent and it is time to seek the Lord. The Lord has sent us redemption in his son. The Lord has sent us the king and the judge and the righteousness and the peace and the grace and the loving kindness 
in his son, Jesus Christ, and we must return to him. We must seek his face. We must worship him. We must follow him. We must. It is too urgent for us to delay and deny any longer. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, make us your faithful people. Make us your holy people. Make us yours and yours alone, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, tomorrow we will finish the book of Judges, Lord willing. Please join me for Judges chapter 21 tomorrow. Have a blessed day in the Lord and Merry Christmas. Thank you.